0: Street Race Radio Special here with NASCAR Hall of Famer, all-time great, crew chief, owner, ambassador, and voice of the sport, the one and only Ray Everham. Welcome to WGN.
1: Oh, thank you very much, and. Uh you know i hadn't been to chicago in a while and forgotten how beautiful it is you know some of the sights you were just showing me from up in the building here you know you forget about the the pier
0: and everything uh what an incredible place well these are one of the these are some of the distractions right that takes it out of the norm racing is all about consistency trying to maintain things do things the way that you want to do it so what are the teams Thinking now, because everybody is sort of at square one with a blank slate they 're even you know not allowing cup drivers to go ahead and race the experience. they don't want anyone to have a leg up on things so you 've got all of that unknown you 've got all of that excitement with everybody knowing that they they can be they will be making history
1: hey, they really will and, and you know from from the fans' perspective i got to to drive around the the course this morning uh in, in a vehicle and I can't wait to see these cars go ripping around there. And I'm thinking, are the drivers going to be sightseeing a little bit, you know, as you go past you the not? shore and you're headed down there? And, you know, they're, they're going to be – they're going to be – I think we're going to see 160-mile-an-hour speeds headed down the, you know, the shore drive there. And, you know, it it's just incredible being able to watch cars go that fast in the middle of of city streets. You know, NASCAR's really never done anything like this.
0: This may be the boldest move they've made in our 75 years. Oh, I I think so. We're going to get into a little bit of that. New market, new fans, breaking a bunch of new ground with nobody knowing exactly how it's going to work. But as a guy who's spent a career sizing up the competition, like who who has a leg up, if anyone? Is it the equipment side with Hendrick? Is it Penske because of just the diversity of the racing programs they do and and ways that they can sort of kind of get intel to their drivers for this? Like who does anybody have an advantage?
1: Well you you know, you'd look at the Penske folks and think, okay, they've run more street courses than probably than the other guys because of their indie car stuff, but, you know, NASCAR has done a really good job with this car with with parity, making it kind of equal, and the box of things that they can do with it is a, is smaller than what we used to have to work on, so a big advantage, uh, I don't think anybody's going to have a big advantage, and it, it's going to come down to the guys that are really good road racers. You know, you look at guys like Chase Elliott and, you know, Kyle Larson, A.J. Allmendinger, you know, people like no, that, and true. you know, they're, that are just great road racers and either not going to get a lot of practice uh the course looks like it's going to be a lot of acceleration and deacceleration. Uh, and you know so it, it's really going to be very i think technical the guys that start good stop good shift good and you know
0: plan their cornering and breaking are going to be tough to beat this is the first time in history that the cup series has done a street race so you ask yourself in the 75 years why? And part of it is off the air. We were talking about it. The car is more conducive to it. You kind of intimated as well. You know, the the schedule has more road races on it. The road racing is something that is in a typical uh, elite driver skill set now. Where in the past it wasn't. There was a few that were really good at it. You'd bring in like a Bora said or something like that. Where now, kind of everybody aspires at least to be good at it. I mean, it's a good time coming from all directions for this.
1: Well, and these drivers, it's a different, you know, it's evolution, right? You know, the cars have evolved. We talked about what a great, you know, the, how this car is much more suited than the cars that we used to have, but the drivers are much more suited too. And I'm going to tell you straight up, a lot of the simulators and iRacing and, and stuff comes from, from these, you know, these guys are good from being able to 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 do that. And, you know, the the fact that NASCAR is not asking new fans now to, hey, let, let let's Bring them out to a stadium. They're coming to your home. They're coming. They're a gummer in, the year we're in your driveway, man. We're, we're there. And I think that that is the future of where motorsports is headed. If we want to get people involved in the big cities, need to go to them and put these events on right, in, right
0: on their streets. Yeah. No, Ray, you hit on it. Not everybody who experiences the NASCAR street race is going to be even a willing participant because <laughs> it is going to be on here. And, and I always say it. We always say that the sights, the sounds, the smells, and all of that, That happens, and you know when you come into this, so you grew up, in new jersey great local racing but not the southeast not nascar and for them to come to a market like this that is so unlike granted there's racing fans everywhere but it's so unlike the typical places that they've been you mentioned it's a bold move it's a brave move but with a big risk reward i mean the payoff could be huge because so so talk about that as as a historian and a fan of the sport in general this is a level jumper right here because if you get in here nascar and chicago gets the bug i mean it's going to be huge for new fans
1: it is and you know NASCAR is committed. You know, they're committed to doing this. They've committed to Chicago. You know, Chicago's committed to, to, to NASCAR. You know, NASCAR is, you know, we're looking at, they're looking at doing the things in the, the Boys and Girls Clubs and, and some of the public schools. And and Chicago, with the commitment, what they're doing and building the structure here, you know, I look at it and I think it is a great partnership and it is great because it is doing something great for NASCAR and something great for Chicago, when you look at Formula One and you look at IndyCar, you know some of the tracks that they go. But if you look at their biggest races, the the biggest, look at look at Monaco. Now, you know, hey, you know, certainly you compare Monaco and, and 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 Chicago. But you know, you look, we got the same things. There's really nice boats out there. We're along the water, racing through the city, you know. And then Long Beach, you know, where one of the biggest IndyCar races, same thing. So you, who's to say that Chicago cannot develop in, into one of the you know one of the the
0: big three or four events at NASCAR? holds i was going to ask that a little bit later on in the interview but i was talking with dale Jarrett, and because and it isn't like there's an afc championship game or an obvious game with importance and a label stuck on it the crown jewels for nascar become important because either history or the track or money or the setting there's a lot of intangibles that sort of come into play here and this because of the setting and like you said the unique setting you know there's bragging rights for the clash of the coliseum but it's an exhibition it's not a points race so this this matters in every way, and it's big for the sport. So, so your thoughts, Ray Everham, like if this goes well, you know, God willing, everything goes well for this, and it's the exciting race we all know it will be, does does Chicago automatically become, I mean, there's some cachet to being the inaugural winner. We still talk to Kevin Harbick about winning that first race at Chicagoland, but does this Chicago Street race automatically become maybe a crown jewel or one of the big races out of the gate? Easily,
1: easily could happen. A- again, as I said, when I toured it this morning, I had forgotten what a beautiful place Chicago is and then thought, wow. When I looked at the track and I'm thinking, these are this is going to be challenging, you know, the way that they're going to be going. And you're going past the fountain. You're going past all, all of these buildings. They're having the concerts and the fan festivals and everything here. There's a huge, huge reason for people to, to come and be entertained other than the race and the, you know it's great if, if you love the race but the, it is is going to be a happening and i can tell you that the inaugural wins are important to drivers so <laughs> we're probably going to see a you know uh on on sunday a little bit you know a bent bumper here and there and maybe some hurt feelings but that trophy is important to drivers
0: yeah you mentioned monaco and some of that is the is the stars the glitz the glamour and chicago has every bit of that as far as a possibility, right? It is a cosmopolitan international city with some of the best food in the country. You got the beautiful lakefront, got some star power. NASCAR went with not just resting on the racing side of things. You mentioned at the festival, you've got the concerts, you've got the music stars. You know, and you look at, let's say, an event like a Daytona 500. There are people that are A-list rock stars, movie stars, all walks of notoriety come to an event like that. I think you'll see that here. Like, what do you think? Like, who's you? I would think everyone who's ever been anyone in NASCAR will try to make their way to Chicago. But even more.
1: What they've done here, when I look at the, at the, the structure that they've built with some of the president's club and things, they've taken that level of hospitality much higher above a standard NASCAR race or what people would expect from a NASCAR race and I've seen it grow and evolve throughout the the years but when you look at it's PGA level, you know, NFL level, okay. you know, again, the suites, the hospitalities, you know, they've got concerts going on, like Miranda Lambert, the, the chain smokers are there, you know, for uh, us the older guys, the Black Crows, but Charlie Crockett, I mean, I love Charlie Crockett, I said, you guys have got, like, the whole demographic yeah. covered of, of people, but I think that level of hospitality is going to draw the people that are used to going to a Formula One event, because, it, you know, there, there's some really good combinations that you sit in a comfortable deal, have a glass of champagne, watch the races. And, and I think that's what's going to attract the stars. Well, I
0: mean, think about this, right? There is, and let the listeners know, we're talking with one and the NASCAR Hall of Famer, all-time great Ray Everham. NASCAR is so many different worlds. I mean, it is not far from its roots and traditions. You go to Talladega, it's a much different experience than Sonoma, right? And so this has an opportunity to be more of that cosmopolitan. You've got all of those things kind of built in to it as well. And they have as as you mentioned, we've seen them trying to integrate themselves in the community and supporting the boys and girls club and whether it's the national anthem with the choir with there's a lot of different ways great companies corporate headquarters blue cross blue shield mcdonald's
1: mcdonald's big supporter of yeah. nascar for years yeah
0: it, and it's great to have them in their hometown be able to have that role in their placement with it on the manufacturer side a little bit interesting as well you've famously taken every one of the american manufacturers to victory lane you did that this time for the pace car they're going to have like one of each right they're going to have (laughs) There's going to be a Ford There's going to be a Toyota There's going to be a Chevrolet The pace cars Hold your thought on, uh, on that, Ray We're going to take a break When we come back We'll continue our conversation with Ray Everham It is the Street Race Radio Special 720 WGN. WGN, and uh, we are going to check in with our friends down at Bub City in uh, in just a couple minutes. We want to finish up our conversation with NASCAR Hall of Famer Ray Everham. So, Ray, when you think about this in the pace car, we talked about it, how you've brought every American manufacturer to victory lane. And for this race, they don't have one pace car. They have three, all the different manufacturers. I mean, what do you think of that? I was kind of disappointed. I was hoping to be the Bluesmobile, you know, but... Uh... <laughs>
1: You know, but there's uh, still time. We yeah, wait, because if somebody the, uh, there's a blues bluesmobile out here uh, that I, that I follow on one of the social medias, maybe they'll
0: show up it's and ride here. around. It, yeah. It's at events. Yeah, look, that we'll lobby for that. The suggestion box. We're going to go ahead. and... <laughs> And put that in there. So let's say Chicago gets the racing bug and they want more. Obviously, NASCAR's got a three-year relationship just to start out here. So we know this is happening again and again. But once you prove it can be done, and once the city gets over a little bit of the growing pains of, you know, our traffic guy was like, hey, Dan, what do you think about this NASCAR thing? I'm like, it's going to be awesome. He's like, well, everyone's real crabby about the lane closure. Like, everyone just has their own perspective on it. But once we figure out what it is economically, just for the fans, and that it can work. I was talking with Mario Andretti during the Indy 500, and we had talked for the last couple of years about a street race here. Once you prove it can be done, then it's there. You could do it, maybe that, or maybe you've always talked about bringing back the IROC series. Like, what else do you think this could lead to for racing? Again, I, I think the possibilities are
1: endless because you've got the course, you've got the infrastructure, and once you know how to do it and get it set, you know, that, that NASCAR Sunday is a is a. Big, big event as NASCAR continues to grow. You know, NASCAR's had a few crossroads in the last several years, and they've made some really great— turns to take the sport into the next generation will the next you know the, the next group of, of fans and the you know the next group of sponsors the way that television is done the way the the media comes about nascar they're they're doing a lot of things there but that that those friday and saturday events i mean it could be celebrity races it could be I Rock races you know it could be a, a number of different things that you know there could be a time when when indycar and nascar are back
0: together again how awesome would that be yeah oh my gosh so there is so much going on and like we said even for the drivers there's so much much excitement but also so much unknown from the fan side no one really knows in the feedback that i get what to want you know nascar has some packages and some places that'll obviously be good on the hospitality side and comfort side and experience side but it's there's so much unknown so as a guy who's always sizing up the race in the situation ray Everham, like where are you going to be experiencing the race what would you suggest for the fans to do seeing it for the first time well
1: unfortunately for me i'll be in florida on another commitment <laughs> You're like, but I'll, I'll be watching, on, I'll be watching on tv like and i'm going to tell you it's going to be great a race on TV. But if it were me, I would I would probably get one of the middle uh, hospitality packages unless they're going to bring me in as a celebrity and put me to President's Club. That'd be awesome, the right? But, <laughs> uh, you know, to be able to see the concerts, I, what, what I like about what I've seen with this festival deal is you know, there's one ticket, right? So you could you can walk around, see all the concerts. There's, you can sample the restaurants. You can grab a beer if you, if you want to. I Even if I had the hospitality stuff, I'd probably be walking around so I could get up close to the cars and maybe move from, from corner to corner and see some of the, the different areas of the racetrack. You know, being a race fan, you know, uh, it's like going to a ball game. You know, if you're you're in a box, you still want to get out and sit in the bleachers a, uh, a little bit too. So the good news is they have several different packages that work just about for anybody. If you want to walk around and kind of do your own, or or if you want to to, to sit up with the celebrities and sh-
0: sip champagne <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. Of something. And you see Jeff Gordon. That's where Jeff Gordon will be sitting. <laughs> that's where that, will uh, we'll get his thoughts on his uh, pregame possibilities and so as we let you go you know of course we'll have links up at wgnradio.com but Ray, for you like is there i know the the car collection and we cover and all the guys with the mecham and Bear jackson and all of that kind of stuff and people are excited to see just how you've sort of kept the history of cars in a bunch of different ways and some great ones with your collection are there any other things that you're doing that you'd like to share with the listeners outside of race weekend? Right now we are doing a a lot of uh, history uh, gathering up a lot of IROC cars
1: you know that that is a series that's very close to my heart so we're trying to gather up uh, a a lot of the history with that but you know really working uh, just with my vintage cars and uh, still continuing to uh, to really work hard with our charity to help young adults on the autism spectrum you know be placed in the community and grow and learn and development. so those two things and every once in a while I get to have a great day today uh, for being a NASCAR ambassador and and, you know, it's such an honor to, to be part of the NASCAR Hall of Fame and get to do things like this.
0: Yeah, it's exciting. And people love whatever you do in motorsports. I know I got a chance to, to see and talk to you and Jeff down at uh, Indianapolis Motor Speed with the Porsche event that you did. You guys got back together on the, the crew chief driver's side. Always exciting. So thanks so much for everything you're doing. Thanks for being in Chicago. Thanks for jumping on the show. I appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Ray Everingham. Of course, uh, you know, the epicenter of this, a lot of action on the track. But coming up tonight, of course, we've got out at Bub City, we've got the El Bandito Yankee uh, event that is happening there, an opportunity to not only have those signature cocktails, but also sign up to win that trip to the NASCAR Championship weekend out in Phoenix. And our WGN correspondent is there, the one and only Kevin McDonough. Kevin, you're there on site. How is it?
2: Danny, we're having an absolute blast out here. It is packed. You, know, you can tell. There's a buzz in the air. It's it's a it's a history making street race weekend. You can feel it for sure.
0: <laughs> so the car is out there. Sort of paint that picture as only a Kevin McDonough can do. So you have the car out front. The El Bandito Yankee race car is out there. You've got Bub City, which is a great environment. You got country music. You've got a lot of racing and a racing vibe. You've got the El Bandito folks there. I mean, it seems like a great fit.
2: Yeah, the, the El Bandito folks are here. The 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 street race. You know the The vehicle is outside. So we are right on Clark and Hubbard. And as you probably know, you're in the right place because you got the, the race car that's, that's decked out in El Bandito. Um, you got every single server wearing an El Bandito t-shirt, which, Dane, you're going to have to give me one of those. Those street racing t-shirts are pretty, pretty awesome. And, uh, and and yeah, it's just, the energy is just phenomenal. I mean, it, it is, it is awesome and everyone's sipping, uh, El Bandito signature drinks, the margaritas, I'm just sipping it. Just, you know, I can just sip it neat. Is that smooth? You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Well, you know, here's the thing. So Pat Patterson is in studio with us. And not only does he know racing, but he does know tequila. He knows a good time. And he wants to know from you, Kevin. So what is your favorite beverage? Obviously, for, you know, media purposes, research purposes, educational purposes, you've had to sample a little bit of the, the libations. You know, Pat, what do you think is the favorite?
3: Well, actually... I was going to tell Kevin because I used to race cars. I was going to tell Kevin how if he's really careful, he can go out there and get in that El Bandito Yankee Tequila race car, and I can tell him how to crank it up, you know, and and how much fun Kevin would that be if I could get you behind the wheel out there and uh, and get you ready to maybe make a lap or two in that thing tonight.
2: That sounds phenomenal. Hold on, guys. I'm going to go outside now, and you're going to walk me through it. I I might have to hop through the window in the front because I don't have the key, but I, I can get in if you can tell me what to do from here kevin
0: you know what you you get in that car pat will tell you how to operate it you take a you take that first lap you will have the fastest lap in chicago street race history at least for 48 hours he
3: may have to sign the waiver though before he gets it we, we got a waiver we got to we got to get him to sign that first right
0: kevin we're gonna have to take a break we are going to be back with you again we're going to visit keep up all that fun there at uh, bub city 435 north clark thanks so much the Street Race Radio Special and excited to have on NASCAR Pit Reporter Arca Menard Siri play by play announcer and one of the favorite voices of motorsports and of course part of that great team at NASCAR on Fox. The one-only Jamie Little. Welcome to WGN. Hey, Dane. It's good to be on. It's been a while. Yeah, it's been it's been a little while. You've been traveling the country, of course, bringing America all of their favorite races. Whether it's uh, whether it's NASCAR and the Cup Series or the Menard Series and all the action that's going on. You guys get that break. I always wondered: is it for you guys? Is it well on the Fox side? Okay, you know, another successful season. We can kind of catch our breath and relax a little bit and do some things. Or are you thinking? Geez, I wish we were doing the whole season. How is it?
4: <laughs> I think it's a little bit of both you know after what 18 straight weekends on the road covering all the action and four different series it's like oh you could catch your breath you have some vacation time i'm actually on vacation right now but at the same time you're like dang i don't like to sit back on the couch and watch a race with another network doing it it's just strange i feel like we set up all the storylines and then somebody else just gets to take the ball and run with it so it's a little
0: elbow i th- i see it as we look at it from sort of that uh, you know objective perspective that it i think it's a great sort of like baton that you wouldn't necessarily 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 see the like the peaceful transition of power right in the motorsports world (laughs) and it seems like it goes pretty seamlessly because unlike almost any other sport whether it's Fox or, or NBC it seems like the betterment the the advancement of NASCAR in the sport seems to be the highest priority
4: absolutely and you know no matter who's covering it they've been doing it a while NBC Fox and ESPN did it same thing you know, we're part of it and we have people at the track no matter if we're covering the big races on Saturdays and Sundays or not. But yes, it's it's we know that all eyes are on NASCAR, it's the number one motorsport in America and and we take our jobs very seriously, but all of us who cover it have been around it a long time. We're very ingrained in it. And um, you know, that's that is the top priority. It's a passion and that's I always tell people, it's not just a job for me. It's a lifestyle because it's a daily thing. Whether you're covering the races on Sunday or not, you're still staying in the group because one, you care so much about it. And two, you just like it and you like staying on top of all the action because there's there's a lot of storylines in
0: NASCAR. One of the storylines is, and of course, in your career, you've been making a lot of those on the history side. You and I out at the um, at the Clash of the Coliseum—that was history. Fox did all of that stuff, and there's some history being made coming up this week in Chicago. It's the first ever street race for the Cup Series. 75 years, NASCARs—they've never done this.
4: It's unreal. You know, I, people ask that all the time. Like, is, is this really a big deal? I'm like, this is a huge deal. In the last couple of years, NASCAR has taken some big steps to try new things. You mentioned it, moving the clash around, going to the Coliseum, literally building an asphalt racetrack inside a stadium, only to tear it up and let the football players for USC back on it. I mean, just things are unprecedented. Taking the track, taking the races to the people is what NASCAR wants to do, to open up some eyes, get some new fans, do things a little bit differently. And that's exactly what the Chicago Street course is going to be like. And, and I guarantee that... You know, there's this whole movement and there's these people that they've caught on to F1 and they think it's so exciting and such a great event. I promise you that if you go to the Chicago street course race, you will not believe the action. The racing will be better than any street course you've seen, no matter what the style of racing, F1, et cetera. But also the atmosphere, you know, how close you get to our drivers. The drivers in NASCAR are all about the fans. You know, they're very touchable. Very, it's very easy to get up in their face and get an autograph. And that's really what sets NASCAR apart.
0: Yeah, and as great of a job as you guys do, and it's always getting better and more advanced on the TV side, and you guys do it as well as anyone at Fox, and with all the capabilities you guys have on the studio side and, of course, on site, really, and we always say that there's no substitute for really being there. And that first time, you know, when you've gone to a race as a kid or, or whenever it is that you experience, I know there'll be a ton of people, you know, well on in, in age they're going to experience racing for the first time. The sights, the sounds, the vibrations, the smells, I mean, we're going to hook a lot of people this week.
4: Absolutely. I think people are going to tune in just to see what all this talk is about, what the chatter is about. What do stock cars look like on a street course in the downtown streets of Chicago? I think... No matter if you're a race fan or not, it's something that you'll want to tune in for. See what it's all about, how they execute it, because it's never been done in in our sport, like you said, in 75 years. So I think it's going to be a great event. And that's really what, what especially the younger fans want in this day and age. Like, sure, we want to go to a race, but what else do you have to offer? I want some atmosphere. I want a party feel. I want concerts and they have a lineup of people. I mean, there's going to be something for everybody. And oh, by the way, there's going to be a great radio.
0: Right. They say, if you can see it, you can be it. And I think even for yeah. people <laughs> tuning in on television, seeing NASCAR in a place that they know if they live in the Chicagoland area or even a, a metropolitan area, right, that hasn't necessarily been as exposed to racing in NASCAR and to see it happening there, they'll think to themselves, well, why can't we do it? You, you brought up the TV side and, and you know, just as the racing is going to be all different, all new for everybody, they're not letting... The cup drivers driving the Xfinity race. They don't want anyone to have a leg up on the experience side. But right. the, the TV side and what you've been doing your entire career, it's kind of all new for them, too. You know, at least in the on the venue side, you've done road courses. But how would you, you know, if you're looking at this, you know, from either your pit reporter side or announcing it, how would you sort of approach a race like this?
4: Yeah, it's something so different, right? But I think that conveying it to the people watching, just, you know, how big the event is first and foremost, but how different it is. What Everything is going to be purpose-built. I mean, pit road isn't going to look like your average pit road that they're week in and week out at a racetrack that we visit and it stands still for, you know, all year long except for the one or two races that they get. And like you said, I mean, people are used to in Chicago or watching on TV, they're like, well, we want to go to the Chicago area, but the only race they can go to is Chicagoland Speedway, which is a great place. But it's 45 minutes to an hour outside of the city. And that's a lot of times what you get. Like in California, people want to go to an oval race. They go to Fontana. We say it's L.A. It's really not. It's so oh, they create the clash, you know, in downtown Los Angeles. And that's what it's about. You know, now people watching will be like, I guarantee they're going to say, we want to be at that event next year. And oh, by the way, you can stay in a fancy hotel. You don't need a rental car. You can walk right down to the course. You can stay in a hotel that looks down on the course and take in all the action. So it's a totally different experience. I think we're going to see a lot of, like you said, first-time fans, people that really are going to be captivated, I think, by NASCAR not just you know the personalities that they'll see or what they do on the track but just how exciting the, this style of racing is and these stock cars and what they're capable of uh, you know we call them stock cars but the reality is they really are like formula one i mean the technology that these cars have now it's uh it's far more than most people
0: believe you guys and your team are in tune with with the trends and you know who has momentum and who's racing really well and more so than the nbc crew coming in they just are brand new to the season so when you look at this who has is there a team they're trying to keep it as close to the vest as possible a lot of people doing simulators to try to figure it out do you see anyone that you're like okay well they have a good shot or this could give them trouble any favorites for jamie little
4: Yeah, I I would think, um, you know, it is really hard. Like, it's the first time going there, right? We have no idea. And that's the exciting part of it. As a reporter, I love when we go somewhere for the first time. There's no no notebook. Sure, they can do the simulation. And they hope they get it right. Because sometimes it's not right. And they'll get to the track and be far off. They're going to have a long practice session. They'll be able to dial it in a little bit. But I would say, I look at somebody like Joey Logano. He has a knack for winning first-time events. We saw him do it. At the clash. We saw him do it on Bristol dirt. He just has, like, he's just capable of adjusting and adapting and overcoming like nobody I've seen. So I would say Joey Logano will probably be pretty good. When it comes to manufacturers, it's hard to say, but Martin Shurex Jr. just won the latest road course, and he also wanted the clash on a short track. So I would say that the Toyotas are probably going to be pretty strong. Martin Shurex Jr. will be strong. And then Chase Elliott. You know, he's racing to make it into the playoffs after being out with a broken leg. He's got a win to get in, basically. And he's really good. I think he's probably the best road course racer we have in NASCAR right now.
0: It's going to be exciting, right? Because you just don't know what's going to happen. Somebody could come out of left field, right, with an aptitude and a knack for this. (laughs) Either way, it's going to be, I mean, it's going to be just so cool. And you look at this, that sort of bigger picture from an entertainment side and watching television is going to have everything people would want. And in person, you're going to have a lot of that too. But Jamie, your thoughts, big picture, because part of this and why Chicago, why here? A lot of the interviews that I'm doing with drivers, there they're at schools or they're talking to kids about STEM or they're trying to connect in different ways to a non-traditional kind of next generation of race fans. Your thought on the impact, let's say, you know, God willing, everything goes well. What does it mean?
4: It's huge. It's huge for any community that NASCAR goes to. And, And that's a side of NASCAR that maybe people don't realize they don't just show up and unpack and jump in their race cars, race, and then go home. These guys, these drivers, these teams, they come in, they're there three, four days in a row, and they go out into the communities. They give back. They help underfunded schools. They They do the STEM stuff to open the eyes to kids that you can have a job in racing, or you could be a race car driver. And, you know, Bubba Wallace does a lot of that, 2311, that race team. Their reach in their communities is incredible. So if you're interested in that, if you're in the Chicago area, just look it up. You know, on NASCAR's website, a lot of times they'll, They'll list like, where drivers will be, maybe appearances that they'll be making, but the impact in, in NASCAR is all about making an impact in the community, especially when it comes to a city like Chicago. It's the first time there. They really want to make a positive impact and, and get people to realize that we're a lot more than racing. We give back. They make a lot of money. They give a lot of money to the community.
0: Yeah, there's a bunch of events. We'll have links for all of them up at WGN So Jamie, as we let you go, and thanks for jumping on the uh, the WGN street race radio special here tonight. But um, people want to know, they're already texting in. So where are you? Are you on a beach somewhere? Are you are you in the woods? Are you camping? Are you, let's say, like a dog like rescue retreat. What are you doing?
4: <laughs> I wish I was on a dog rescue retreat. I'm actually in the woods. (laughs) I'm in South Lake Tahoe. It's actually um, where I was born. So we come back, my kids are here, my husband, we've got family friends up here. So uh, it's a lot of fun. It's beautiful. It's a great getaway. And It's only like 60 degrees here right now, so a little bit different.
0: (laughs) You got to dress for the weather, enjoy the vacation, enjoy the time off, (laughs) as we have enjoyed everything that you guys have been doing, that great Fox team, and of course, Jamie, you as well. So thanks again. Again, we'll have links up for all your social media. Thanks for jumping on the show today.
4: Yeah, Dan, always good to talk to you, and best of luck this weekend. I wish I was going to be in Chicago, but you know I will be watching, and I have no doubt it's going to be a great, successful event.
0: 720 WGN. It is the street race radio special, Daniel here with you until 10 to my right the one and only pat patterson is with us as well and on the line you know this is a, a football town this is the 20th anniversary of uh, of emmett smith beating or breaking walter payton's record for the all-time rushing yardage crown and uh, one of the partners of him is uh, is that inspirational force of uh, of racing of technology of diversity of positivity in general it's the one and only jesse iwuji jesse welcome Welcome
5: to wgn hey how's it going thanks so much for having us on the show tonight
0: yeah i mean it's it's great to have you guys and i know on the line too and you were excited about this you were telling me about so andre castro is the driver and the connections not only the connections that everybody has you know they're going to be racing in that xfinity race and trying to to win the inaugural race here on the chicago street course but also you know you've got that connection where he's racing for the university of chicago
5: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's going to be a pretty exciting weekend. We're super excited to have Andre jumping on board this weekend to uh, race with our team. I mean, you know, as you know, uh, our team has been a big proponent of, you know, continuing to push diversity in motorsports, continuing to bring in new faces, new people into the sport, you know, not only just because of, you know, where they come from, what they look like, what they did in life, but really, you know, we, we, we look at all facets, right? We, we want to know that, you know, one, you know, Andre could drive, right? And he can. I mean, he's shown it in past um, uh, racing disciplines that he's been in, but also, too, just I mean, a very intelligent kid. Uh, obviously, a graduate of University of Chicago, his school is on board supporting him, which is absolutely incredible to see education getting mixed with motorsports. And then with everything Andre is about from his story, his family, and everything he's done to get to this point in life, it just it just couldn't have been a better mix to have him on board with our team. And Emma Smith's going to be here this weekend too as well, so we're looking forward to a really exciting time and continue to push uh, 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 what we have going on with Fuzion Motorsports.
3: Andre Pat Patterson here. Great to uh, great to speak with you, and of course Jesse as well. Uh, Andre, when it comes to street racing, um, the turning left and right, um, you know, experience that you've had in open wheel cars, not anything like the weight of one of these big stock cars. You you ready for slinging around all of that heavy metal? I think
6: so. Uh, I've been waiting a whole lifetime for this, but. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Pat and uh uh for the kind words, Jesse. But yeah, it's uh it's gonna be you know, unlike anything I've ever done before. Um I did have some NASCAR experience uh previously in Europe, uh, in the European NASCAR championship in twenty nineteen and a couple of races in twenty twenty. So I've kind of gotten to grips with a heavier car, uh car that maybe doesn't break as well. Um but at the same time, you know, uh those those cars over there in Europe they're still handle quite well, like better than I expected. And it was, it was the same when I was, you know, uh, doing the, the SIM training for, for the Xfinity cars and, and Jesse, you know, was, uh, was able to get us some, some SIM time down in Charlotte, the GM SIM. So, um, I actually got some laps down there, which was really valuable. And yeah, the car, you know, the car's got a lot of power. It's heavy, but uh, I think I'm knowing what to expect. I, I know what to expect coming into this, uh, in terms of, you know, the car and then, and then street racing. Yeah. I, my last race is at St. Pete. Um, in the USF 2000 category. So, um, yeah, hopefully I have a little bit of a leg up on the other drivers in that department. So it'll just be about me figuring out the car and, and also the track. Obviously, every street circuit is different and this one's definitely quite daunting, but, um, you know, we're all going to have 50 minutes of price to figure it out and. Hopefully, we'll be able to do that and make our way into the show and have a good race.
3: Andre Castro joining us uh, live here on WGN. So, here's a question for you: If you were going to send uh, your your girlfriend, your parents, somebody uh, to the to what you would deem as the the trickiest part of the racetrack to watch, because people can walk around and see all these different corners that you guys are going to compete in. Judging from the sim work you've done. Where would where would the couple of those places be, good places for them to stand and watch, Andre?
6: I think literally anywhere. It's going to be <laughs> a lot of crashes. No, I don't know. We'll see. Um, I think uh, a tough area is definitely going to be uh, at the end of the Lakeshore Drive, kind of straightaway. It's not really a straightaway. It's, you kind of have a bend uh, in the middle, and mm-hmm. uh, it's, it's right. It's not really in the middle. It's actually towards the end of the straightaway, and then right as you kind of get out of that bend, which is in fourth gear, almost flat out, pretty much flat out, you're Directly breaking for a tightening right hander or a double right hander, so I think there is going to be an interesting uh, place to watch. And some people might try to throw it down the inside there, um, and, and it's, it's definitely very difficult to go too wide through there. So um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I think that's there's going to be a couple issues there. Um, I'm sure throughout the weekend, but um, you know we'll see. Again, there's a, there's a lot of unknowns, so there there could be another corner that ends up being. Uh,
0: Calamity corner they say yeah you, you know Andrea there's gonna be a lot of people pulling for you not only because they know what it is that you can do and of course they're hearing the positivity right here uh, on WGM but also the car that you're representing for University of Chicago so that is exciting too and Jesse you know when he Pat asked like where's a good place to watch the race you have that right at uh, 610 South Michigan the turn seven sky deck <laughs> so talk a little bit about what people are going to be able to experience this is one of those things where just as a lot of the track is unknown a lot of the spectator And the fan side is completely unknown as well. Talk about the venue.
5: Yeah, yeah. So venue 610, which is going to be on Michigan Avenue right there, um, it's going to have an ex- absolutely amazing view of most of the track. You'll be able to see se- uh, turn seven, eight, nine, ten, and even more, depending on how high you go up in the uh, go up in the building. But uh, the E Racing Association has uh, secured the building, um, you know, for the weekend. And there's going to be a lot of guests uh, coming through there. And any guests who are looking to come in, maybe bring in some uh, business professionals, because that's really what we're looking to do is have as many business professionals as possible in there. You know, you can still um, get your tickets for the event. You know, you can just reach out to uh, kevin johnson at uh, kevin at eragaming.gg and he can help you out with that but um yeah it's gonna be pretty incredible from that view there and you know, e-racing association with all the sim racing events they do. Um, you know, uh, through iRacing racing and through other um, other platforms and stuff. It kind of really has a great mix for what we're doing here this weekend. I mean, there's going to be a lot of simulators in the building, so if anyone wants to test their skills out, see how good they are, <laughs> before you know, without having to actually get on the track, uh, they'll have an opportunity to do that. But uh, it should be a pretty cool time there. Um, unfortunately, I won't be there the whole time. I might dip in there a little bit here and there, but. You know, my, my main focus is gonna be on track. I'll be in the pits right there, watching my guys, seeing what's going on and just doing what I can to support um, Andre so that he can have a great weekend
0: you, When you think about that next generation of race fans A lot of people are going to see the action on the track Here of course the broadcast and everything And think oh my gosh it's in a city It's in a city that's not it's either where I live Or not unlike where I live And and how to get into the racing Side of it the simulator side so Andre Obviously part of the confidence that he has Is because of his expertise On the simulators and we've seen it whether it's William Byron and a bunch of other uh, Drivers you've, you've seen it so one to one Where you can go ahead and get really valuable experience and be able to go ahead and race on the simulator side talk a little bit about that jesse because you've always been a proponent of opportunities and the sport and uh as far as like whether it's urban areas or areas where you don't have a lot of racing infrastructure the simulators e-racing it's the way to bring people in
5: definitely a great way to bring people in i mean the cost to enter into you know uh the sim space and to be able to sim race Uh, compete in tournaments, compete in events, or just train and and just have fun. Um, The cost of entry really really isn't anywhere near what it is for real life. So it's an opportunity for folks, no, no matter what your background is, wherever you come from, to be able to get into that and learn how to drive these race cars virtually, um, and not, you know, have to, you know, worry about covering costs if you, if you, if you have damage on a car, you wreck or you're trying to go, you know, train. I mean, every time you go train at a real track, I mean, that costs real money, right? But when you do it on the sim, you get the opportunity to do it for pretty much free and you know, not really spending much at all besides whatever the cost is for your, your membership, uh, with iRacing, your membership with eRacing Association and also, you know, whatever it costs you
0: know for your internet bill it's exciting to see some of the opportunities there in the last like 30 seconds or so we have with you jesse give information where people can get i know a lot of people i've been getting lots of emails hey you know Dane, do you have any tickets or can you find a way to watch the race people are looking for ways to get in on this so give information how they can uh, you know find out more about the venue and get in on all that action
5: yeah, yeah. To find out more information on the venue, um, the easiest thing is to reach out to Kevin Johnson, who's heading up the whole thing. Just email him at Kevin at. ERAGaming.gg, or you can head over to www.ERAGaming.gg. Head to the website, too. There's more information on there when you click on the Chicago link there um, that you can find out some more ticket link information. But, you know, folks who are wanting to come, you can come out, uh, be able to see the race, enjoy it, and enjoy your time here in Chicago while, you know, we got NASCAR in town.
0: It's going to be great. Jesse, thanks so much. I know a lot of people are going to be enjoying that race with you. Thanks for jumping on the show tonight.
5: Thank you.